Hey guys, welcome back to Reality Review with Lady B, and today I'm reviewing Temptation Island, Episode 4, Blake the Fake. So let's get into it. We come back to the island at the men's villa where we last seen Kendall and Alexis. He wanted to do it because he wanted her to stay, but she didn't want to because she wanted him to figure his stuff out with his girlfriend. But anyways, Julian is getting to know this other lady and I think her name is Maya. You know, the girl with the big doe brown eyes. She is so pretty. I'm sorry. Like, when I saw her, I was like, oh, wow, she's super, super pretty. And I'm like, okay, Julian. And they're just chatting about the possibility of that his girlfriend might not wait for him to be a better version of himself. And he starts to opening up a bit to her. Over at the girls' villa, Kristen is finally having fun and letting loose, and Aaron is talking to Shaquille about how she doesn't want to lead him on anymore because she feels that he is falling for a little bit too fast, and she's not ready for that. She's not there with him. Shaquille's like, okay, yeah, no worries. Sure, like, you're not ready now, but later you will because, you know, we'll go on a date. That's what he's thinking. So Aaron actually uh, goes to chat with Evan, and they have a chat about like their healing process because Evan starts to come out saying that his stepdad passed away and how he's very sad and hurt and he was like not his dad but he legit treated him as if that like he was his own son so when he passed he became a totally different person Aaron is trying to be like relatable with him and tells him that you know, she had a best friend that passed away and she was 19 and how difficult that was for her. And, you know, they're bonding over death pretty much. So Chelsea is talking to the Italian stallion Tom, who she feels comfortable talking to him. I guess Tom is telling her straight up, like, you're with Blake. It's kind of Blake the fake. And she's like telling him that she's feels that Blake is putting up a front and you know that's when Tom is like I'm surprised that you're seeing how fake he can be because you know most girls wouldn't be able to tell from that so now this is like okay Blake are you being mischievous but Tom has been calling Blake fake since I guess day one and he's happy that she sees through his shit so Chelsea asks him out on a date and he accepts and over in the kitchen Blake and Shaquille these two grown-ass men are getting upset. Getting upset because Aaron chose to go on a date with Evan, right? And Blake is getting upset because Chelsea is talking to Tom. And he is saying that Tom is coming to swoop in for the kill, trying to take his girl or something like that. It got weird. It was kind of very territorial of him to say that. Blake, you're not making yourself look like the nice guy that you portray. You know what? Maybe that's why everybody's calling you fake. Shaquille, on the other hand, he and his confessional is like sitting there whining about how Aaron chose Evan over him. He literally says that uh, he feels like he can't believe that he caught feelings for a girl who has the worst radar for good people. And it's like, uh, Shaquille, this tells me that you're like the Mr. Nice Guy, you know? the quote-unquote Mr. Nice Guy. Like, he'll say it all day that he's nice, but really he ain't, he's not nice. Like, he is probably the most not nice person in the house. 
So I feel that Shaquille rubbed me the wrong way. And Blake is now rubbing me the wrong way too. The way how they interact on that. And they got so butthurt about it. By one day they complained to Kristen and Erica. And they're even saying like, dude, it's only been one day. You need to chill. So the next day the girls are riding on these uh, dune buggies with their dates. Erica is with Jesse, and Chelsea is with Tom and Aaron is with Evan Kristen and this new guy named Jawan who we never seen before but he's on a date with her so they filmed probably content of her talking to him but they just haven't like you know put it up on this episode so Erica picked Jesse again because she feels that he has all the qualities that she wants in a guy and she wishes she can take all those qualities from Jesse and put it into Kendall honey you can't save Kendall with your life you can't like you can't make Kendall be a better man because Kendall is straight up he sounds like a narcissist he sounds toxic as fuck you need to run from him honestly be with Jesse he's a nice guy he's good looking he understands your feelings and you know lets you talk them out at least that's the vibe I get so Tom is shocked that Chelsea picked him for a date and she felt like she wanted to pick him because they have been talking with one another and she feels like she doesn't want to put all of her eggs in one basket meaning you know Blake so she wants to explore more of her options and he's happy that she's doing that so over at the guys date they're going horseback riding Tom is with Sophia Corey is with Amanda Julian is with Maya and Kendall is with Alexis no surprise so Tom is feeling that Sophia is tempting him but he wants to stay loyal to his girlfriend while still connecting with her he wants to be free and be himself and Sophia feels like he should be able to be his true self you know without the fear of being with with someone you know the more time I see Tom with this girl who's I think 20 21 22 Tom is like clearly the older male in this situation I find it that I don't know I feel like he likes us to be around a young girl that's like awing with him like awing as in like oh you're so mature you're so great you're so this and you're so that and you know kind of blind signing them I don't think Tom I don't know I get bad vibes from Tom I feel like Tom is like not I wouldn't say um I feel like he doesn't necessarily care about getting to know Sophia like that. I feel like he's just there to flirt with her. And that's it. I don't know. He gives me almost the same vibes as Kendall, but like a little bit less. Like, I hate Kendall. But Tom, it's like, he's digging that a young girl is impressed by him. So he likes that and he has that going for himself. And I think that he is not actually trying to get to know her because... Every time we see them talk, they're not really talking about deep stuff. You know, they're, they're not like Corey and Amanda or uh, Julian and Maya. It's like, oh, you're cute. Yes, I, I, I feel like I need to be myself more, find myself. Like, I feel like it's all kind of bullshit that he's talking this kind of stuff. I, I really do. I don't think he's being truthful. But anyways, moving on to Amanda who is telling Corey 
that it's scary to think that Aaron brought him there to the island in hopes that she could be losing him. And he agrees. He feels like it's like the fact that she was willing to risk their relationship to come here. And it's kind of saying something to him. They both feel like they are being themselves with each other and how natural it's becoming. I honestly wouldn't be shocked if Corey leaves with this girl, Amanda. Amanda is a real one. They they really do be connecting on some real deep shit. And Aaron should be worried because I think they're a match, honestly. More than him and Aaron, if I'm going to be honest. And Aaron's going to be really hurt, right? Because like I said in before, like Kendall would be physically cheating, right? Telling it all day long he's going to be doing what he wants to do. But Corey is also going to cheat. But he's not going to cheat in a physical, you know, physical way. He's going to cheat emotionally. And honestly, that's what he's doing. It's not, you know, it's, I don't think that's wrong to open up to somebody um, that is different. But I think he is actually connecting on the real with her. And I do see them going the distance with this, you know, maybe maybe she's the right one for him maybe he should be with her at least i think so at least until aaron understands how good enough Corey is for her and maybe she will so back at the girls date aaron and Kristen are playing soccer slash golf with evan and juan they must have a different date than erica and chelsea's because it's a clearly different area so Aaron feels that she's mostly connecting with Evan than Shaquille because her and Shaq are on different pages while her and Evan seem to have similar interests. So Kristen explains to Jawan why she has been closed off and she tells him that by time she will open up more. It just, she needs to get there. She must have a lot of hurt in her past. That's what it sounds like why she's not opening up more. So over on the guys date, we see Julian and Maya on a boat and he explains that how she is making him open up more and that he sees a lot of his girlfriend into her and he likes that. He also likes that she likes to go into deeper conversation and he's very appreciative of her for letting him explore his emotions, his feelings, you know, the deeper it gets. He likes that. On the other side of the boat, we see Kendall and Alexis enjoying chocolate covered strawberries. He, I guess she's like... I don't like this or I don't like the strawberries or something like that. Maybe because it's like different types of chocolate or something. But he's like, oh, no, 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 you like this. You're going to have some. Oh, it's a little, it's a little small little thing, but she's just eating the strawberries anyways. And then he's like, what kind of chocolate do you, do you like? And she's like dark and she's, he's like, oh, and they're both kind of looking at each other. Yeah. They're flirtatious is unreal. They legit have sexual frustration and you can cut the tension with a knife they get close and he ends up braiding her hair and that's pretty much it it was very quick scene they didn't really open deep enough i honestly like i don't feel like they're being deep either like i feel like the two couples between alexis and kendall and Tom and Sophia, they're not being really as deep as the other two are. 
But anyways, so the guys get back from their date and they get a surprise by the rest of the girls. They want to put on a talent show. So the guys are the judges and each girl shows their talent to them. A girl comes up to do a dance, which wasn't really a dance, but she's legit just doing up the splits and then shaking her ass on the floor. Maybe that is a dance. I don't know. Next girl is up and it's Sophia and she shows that she can lick her elbow. This shocked Tom, making him like, oh, so you're flexible. He doesn't say that, but his eyes did. So Alexis comes up and explains that she didn't have time to prepare and that her talent is to make the first move. And this girl walks up to Kendall, straight up kisses him, and they are literally making out in front of everybody for about, I don't know, seems like more than 10 seconds. After when they're done, he gives her a 10. And, you know, this puts a shocker on Corey's face because he's like, whoa. Over at the girls' villa, they're having a slumber party with the guys and a pillow fight is happening right now. Chelsea goes outside to talk to Blake about how she's been feeling about him. She tells him that she feels like he cares about his self-image towards everyone else, about him being a great guy and how he's being a little fake. Blake then tells her, that he's falling for her and she eye rolls just as I am because she's like sitting here trying to tell this guy how she feels and he's like ignoring it and he's like well I've been having feelings so she's like you know telling him straight up that she finds it hard to believe because she has some other feelings about him and other people are validating his intention and he's like oh who's manipulating you now and she's like who's manip what no one's manipulating me. I just been watching you what you be doing. So Blake then questions who is telling her all this and she's not budging. Instead, she tells him to prove her wrong. So in another room, we see Tom and Evan and I think David in the kitchen talking about how Blake is fake and how real that, you know, Tom is. And Tom is like, yo, like, have I ever lied to you both about anything and they're like no man you've been real 100% he's like yeah so if she's asking me about how Blake is I'm gonna be straight with her and they're like yeah okay yeah I get it so Blake asks Alex if he thinks that he is fake or genuine and Alex feels that Blake is not either but he is taking full advantage of the situation with the girls and honestly it's none of his business to do anything so it seems like Blake is trying to find out who the culprit is who's like telling Chelsea all these things so Blake walks past these guys who are talking to Chelsea about how fake he is Blake legit says fuck you guys and he goes and sits down with Shaquille and Shaquille's questioning why Chelsea is talking to Trent and Rocky about Blake and Blake's like, I don't know, man. He's like, yeah, they're like sitting here, sitting over there talking about you. Uh, should I go and say something? And Blake is like, yeah, go go do something. I got to go to the bathroom, though. How convenient. You have to go to the bathroom. Just as you send Shaq over there to do your dirty work for you. What kind of person are you, Blake? It's weird. Like, I understand if someone's talking shit about you, but, like, you can't handle your own self. You have to send someone else in to, to do it for you. So Shaq gets involved and talks to Chelsea about the other two guys. And they're like, 
check like he came at us we didn't do anything about it like we didn't start whatever he came at us and we were just sitting here talking to Chelsea and they start to have an argument because he's like well, why are you guys calling him fake why are you guys calling him fake what I don't understand is why Shaq is getting in the middle of this I guess it's to prove that he's a nice guy and maybe the funny thing is is just that you know most proclaiming nice guys aren't nice And you know what? I started to begin to sense that of how he has reacted. I'm I'm beginning to sense that he's not like a nice person, just as how he reacted with Aaron earlier. Anyways, Erica is hearing all this argument happen, you know, she's there with Blake and Jesse and all of them, and she gets up to try to break it up because they're being so loud. And she tells Shaq that it has nothing to do with him, so stop being so loud. And she puts her hand on him, and it's not even, like, in a an aggressive way. It's, like, her hand is literally placed on his shoulder, and she's, like, saying, walk away. Walk away from it. She's talking to him. She's not yelling or screaming. And he's like, don't touch me. And she's like, uh, excuse me, are you talking to me like this? And he's like, I said don't touch me and it's like all she was trying to do is you know stop the argument I mean should she gone in and try to stop it no because you never know what could happen in a fight amongst two men you know they might accidentally hit her in that situation but she was trying to defuse the situation and he just kind of started arguing with her and she's like it has nothing to do with me it has nothing to do with you so just walk away from it and and while this is all erupting Blake is like sitting there all fucking quiet all of a sudden like kind of smirking like like he this guy is trash he's just sitting there smirking because he knows he caused all this shit I now dislike Blake he literally told Shaq to fight for his battles and then sits there like he done nothing wrong. Dude, if you're a man, then step up to these guys who are talking shit about you. You know that they're talking shit about you, but you're not doing anything to deal with the problem. You're making someone else do it for you. That's very manipulative work that you're doing. Poor Erica. All she was trying to do was tell Shaq to walk away from the issue that doesn't concern him. And eventually Shaq and Blake walk away and and Blake goes to confront Chelsea about who told her that he was fake or whatever. Chelsea tells him no one told her. She is just watching and observing how he is interacting with people. And he goes to like ignore all that. And he's like, I'm trying to give you space. I'm trying to respect you because you have a boyfriend. And Blake is trying to turn this around on her. And she's like, straight up, don't do this. Like, you know how I feel because I told you about it earlier and I said people talk and they are saying that you're fake so I watch you and I came to my own conclusion and it's that you're fake Blake straight up she tells him in front of everybody and Blake legit has nothing to say he starts to ask the guys around him if he if they think he's fake and she's like "Uh uh-uh don't don't do that to these guys don't pull them in on this they have nothing to do with it and you're putting them into an uncomfortable situation. She just learned who the real him is. And they leave it at that. And I was like, damn, Chelsea. Damn, Chelsea. 
I see you. I see you. I see what you're doing here. You're really telling him off. And I like that. She's calling him out on all of his bullshit that he's been saying. So over in a different area of the outside, Erica is talking to Jesse about how, how she's upset, how Shaq came at her. Cause all she was trying to do is protect her friend. Cause she thought Chelsea was the one getting yelled at by all these guys. So she was trying to step in and he's like, yeah, I understand. You know, I, I get where you're coming from. And then Shaq walks in and he starts to apologize. And she's like, oh, don't let it happen again. Because if it does, you're, it won't be that easy. And he's like, oh, I have a sister like you, you know, trying to, you know, diminish the situation. And she's like, no, I don't care. Like, if you, we go through that again, it's not going to be easy. After all this drama, the girls and the guys are turning it up. Chelsea is now officially getting a little bit more close with Tom and they are dancing together and she dropped it like it's hot for him. Over at the guys' villa, they're having a pool party and things are getting wild. Kendall was in a confessional with Alexis and the two other girls are making out with each other and Kendall's like sitting there drunk, like, all right, damn. So Corey and Amanda are talking about how Kendall is moving on so quickly with Alexis and he is worried because Aaron could be doing the same thing. He just put it in perspective that it's all happening fast right and maybe something like that is happening with Aaron and he's a little bit worried about that so Amanda tells him that from her own experience at the end of her relationship she almost looked for a way out because she wasn't strong enough to look at her partner's eyes and say she couldn't continue she feels like he could do so much better and that Aaron is really relying on him to fix her and that's not fair to him. I do like Amanda. I feel like she's a real one for him. And I feel like she's very understanding. So the guys and girls are getting ready to go to bed. And Kendall and Alexis go back to the same room to attempt to cheat once again. They turn off the lights and they get into bed. And then Kendall expresses that he wants to do whatever he wants on this island. Because he might not get the chance to do it again and that he's full-blown single so him and alexis are fucking i called it from day one that he was going to be the first one to cheat out of all the guys and he's looking for a way out in his relationship and i feel like he doesn't care about erica at all he's not even really connecting with alexis either i think that she's just the one that's like oh i really like him and he really likes me and i really want to you know i want to steal her man and She's just like, he's like, okay, yeah, I'm gonna, you know, bang you, but I'm still gonna go back to my girl or whatever. I feel like that's what he's doing. So the next day, Alexis and Kendall wake up and Alexis is on cloud nine from waking up next to him. She is really liking him and she thinks that maybe they will leave the island together. So she goes to make breakfast downstairs and her friends are asking her, so what happened with you and Kendall? And she's like, oh, we did it. So then they ask, Kendall about it and he's like how was your night and he was like it was good so Mark Wahlberg crashes their breakfast to let them know that they're gonna have a bonfire tonight once he leaves the guys ask if Kendall is worried what his girlfriend's gonna see at the bonfire and it's like Psh. now she knows where we stand he feels like this is his last trip around the block you know and if he still has feelings for Erica at the end of it then it doesn't matter because they will be together. I love his thought process. I say sarcastically. So over at the girls' villa, Chelsea get Blake to sit down and they chat 
about what went down last night and she explains that she feels she feels like he is there for a different reason and he apologizes that she feels like that he's not being genuine and then he asks if she is catching feelings for Tommy which I found very interesting you're like glossing over the fact that you might be seen as non-genuine and then you're immediately asking if she has feelings for Tommy instead of you it's kind of weird anyways she says no and Blake is jealous of Tommy I don't care what he says he the way he, how he reacted about when Tommy was talking to her before they went on a date he got very upset and territorial anyways they both apologize and they don't want no drama on their time on the island and Blake wants to prove himself that he can be genuine and he wants her to see that so over at the hot tub Tommy, Evan, and David are talking about if Tommy is going to smash Chelsea. And Tommy is legit saying like, I don't know. It's like up to her if she wants it to happen or whatever. David's like, oh, you're going to get there. Keep keep doing with what you want to do and you're going to hit that. David's being really fucking creepy. He's like, yeah, you're going to smash that. It was gross. Evan is like, yeah, you're going to hit that, but don't worry, boy and he's being like disgusting too like both of them Evan and David are both disgusting in this and I'm just sitting there feeling like man Chelsea keep your eyes peeled on these guys you too Aaron because you're going after Evan and Evan's not a good guy he I think he's the same person when Kristen yelled at him like I feel like he's being fake as well I feel like David is also fucking fake I there's a lot of guys on this island like not a lot but like the guys that are getting shined on they're not good for any of these women Shaquille's not good Blake's not good Evan's not good David's not good I'm even questioning if Tommy's good like he's hanging out with them but he did like say oh I don't know it's up to her he did say that I'll give him that but I I don't know I feel like Tommy is there to smash too you know and they're treating Chelsea as if she's like this object I don't like that and they even said it themselves that they're like not there for feelings or there to like get it in. That's disgusting. <laughs> Anyways, it's time for the bonfire and the girls sit down and Mark shows the first clip of the night to Kristen. The clip is Julian talking to Maya about thanking her for allowing him to be open up more and express his feelings in deeper conversations. Kristen doesn't have an issue with that because he's not physically cheating. But she finds it hard to open herself up more because she has a lot of pain in her past and she has relied on Julian a lot of it because he was there. And even through the bad times of him cheating on her, she stuck it out with him and that's why she hasn't moved on or anything. So she feels like it's difficult for her to open up more clearly to strangers, you know? So Mark tells her that you don't want to be this way forever and she's like, no, that's why I'm here. Next up is Aaron. Aaron sees Amanda and Corey flirting a little bit like how she likes him and how she wants to come to Texas and it was a very short clip. Nothing much of it and that's where it ends. She feels like it kind of sucks because they're forming a genuine connection. She even sees it and she is really trying to open herself up more and it's just tough for her to hear what they're saying. Mark tells her that there are two outcomes of opening up. One is where you open up and allow someone in. You risk falling for them or you gain knowing that you actually have true feelings with Corey. Either way, 
you're the winner. Next up is Chelsea and Chelsea sees Tom giving Sophia a flower and they are flirty and she kisses his cheek. Chelsea explains that's why she's here because for her it's disrespectful what he's doing and she is always the one to be respectful towards him but he is not respectful towards her in that sense. She is opening up to different guys in the house and she already feels like she's you know getting a little bit of different connections because she is choosing to let her guard down in this house. She feels that she can't keep putting her heart out for someone who she's trying to change but won't want to if that's who they are you know. So for her she feels like maybe this is this relationship isn't working out and that's just that. Mark tells her that maybe if he didn't do anything that doesn't matter because it's about how what he's doing making you feel. It's kind of right about that. So Erica sees a clip of Alexis and Kendall getting into bed with each other and Erica is pissed rightfully so she just saw her man get into bed with this chick and they were bumping and grinding and you know fucking she has just wasted two years of her life with this guy who we all find out now that he actually cheated on her before they came there and i was saying this from the jump this this dude is scuzzy there are so many things going through my mind every time i see this couple right because I'm just seeing through all of his shit. I don't think Kendall's a good guy. I think he's a scuzzy motherfucker who knows what the fuck he's doing. And honestly, I know that he's manipulating her and stuff like that. Just the way how she's like talking about him too. She even says when she's talking to Mark Wahlberg that she legit forgot that he cheated on her in the past. Like she had other relationships where a guy's always cheated and stuff like that. And she said that she would like never take that crap again and after until the incident even with Kendall and then that's when Mark Wahlberg's like wait what Kendall cheated before and she's like yeah and I totally forgot about it because he tries to put it as like a me thing or act like it never happened like he never cheated he always denied it so I'm just furious I'm furious I'm furious but I'm also like happy that Kendall cheated again or something like that because I really wanted her to not be with this guy this guy is disgusting he knows what he's doing I don't even think he's there to even make a connection with the girl that he's with or banging I think if it was honestly if it wasn't her and I keep I'm gonna keep on saying this if it's not her it would have been someone else Kendall is that guy with that MO where he thinks he's Mr. Perfect and he has nothing to work for because he has it all, right? He thinks he's good looking. He thinks he's got the money. He thinks he's, you know, have a nice award winning personality. And that, you know, his girlfriend should just bow down to him and, you know, she should fix herself because he doesn't need to fix himself. He's Kendall. He's perfect. Mr. Perfect, you know? And I think that he's just the type of guy that really feels like that. He's not there to fix himself, I don't think. I think he's there just to get his dick wet every single time and every single chance he can. If it's not going to be with Alexis, it's going to be with someone else. And I feel bad for the other chick too because she's getting fooled. She's getting played. Erica has spent two years giving her all to this man. Her all. And it's not just her cooking for him and this and that and cleaning for him. 
but like legit missing out on probably extra work days where she can make more money for herself or stepping a little bit behind to help him and serve him. Ugh, this ain't shit, motherfucker. I don't care how successful he is. He ain't shit. And I'm so glad she saw that. So now she can finally leave his ass. And please, girl, Erica, I want you to live your best life. Live it to the fullest on that island with all those hot men over there. Okay? I honestly want you to have fun. Find someone else. Don't. Leave single. I don't care. Just don't be with this motherfucker. (laughs) He's so disgusting. And he doesn't care. He really doesn't care about you. He, All the things that she's telling us from day one, it just seems like he doesn't give a shit. You know? He's treating this whole process like it's a hall pass. He's like, yeah, I gotta get this done. Because, you know, after that, it's a wrap. I'm gonna be with her. I'm gonna settle. Yeah, right, dude. You're just gonna be banging some other chick on the other side once you hold her down. You're gonna be doing the same shit. Even after her seeing that she's not even so much hurt anymore but she's like realizing that this guy is very toxic and she needs to be out of this relationship and she's saying this as like okay well now that i see what you're really all about i'm gonna do me and have fun and and whatever and she's not even doing that to be vindictive but she's doing it because like she just she feels like she got played and she like i wouldn't even be surprised if she feels like she was not she feels like she's stupid but sometimes when that happens right and it, and especially if it happened before and it happened again right uh maybe she does feel like she's stupid for taking him back because she did say that she wasn't gonna stand for that and there he goes again doing same goddamn shit so she's she simply says like you know what i'm not even trying to be vindictive at this point i'm just gonna open up i'm gonna do me I'm going to do me on this motherfucking island. I'm like, yes. Yes, girl. Erica, do what you want to do, girl. Please. Leave that man. Have fun. Kiss all the guys you want in that house. I don't care. Live your best motherfucking life because you deserve it. After putting up with all this fucking shit. Kendall ain't shit. And I'm glad she's going to do her finally. She has that confidence in herself. And I love that. Get your confidence, girl. Pick yourself up leave that man find someone better if not that leave to go on your own explore your options and you know what when she does i feel like he won't even cares and who cares because now it's about her trying to find something better within herself right self-growth and after she finds herself you know she can find someone that will actually treat her with respect And share the same emotions that she has that isn't afraid to. Kendall is just trying to play. He's trying to play around. Having her waiting on her hand and foot for him. Fuck that dude. Fuck Kendall. Do you girl. Do you. So Mark tells them that they all have something in common. That they are all holding pain from their past. And they need to find a way to get through that. And that's where we leave Temptation Island. Thanks, guys, for listening to Review Reality with Lady B.